Welcome back, guys. Strong back, soft front. Um, I do apologize in advance if I need to clear my throat, but I haven't used my voice today. And, uh, you know, I wanted to jump on here today because I wasn't supposed to jump on here today. It's in my diary to do this every Wednesday morning. And I pre-recorded quite a few episodes. Uh, so at the time of this recording, it will have passed a few weeks before it gets released. And I like that because you never know what life's going to throw at you if things happen, if you need to take a step away, if you are unable to show up for whatever reason. Like sometimes that happens. But I wanted to talk about the art of just showing up because there was a little side of me today to said, hmm, but you don't have to record it today because you already have a few in there. And do you really have anything to say today? <laughs> and I realized that I always have something to say. Um, so here is another monologue on uh, the act of showing up on my experience going back down to the summer house and whatever else is going to come into my mind as I sit here and I talk to myself. Um, so I wanted to then just start with that, the act of showing up, because we take it quite lightly sometimes, and sometimes we take it so far that it harms us. And what is the good balance between this? I'm probably not the right person to sit here and tell you how it should be done because I'm still trying to work it out. Um, and I was sitting, thinking about this yesterday, why I needed to take a break last week. Well, no, I didn't take a break. In fact, I was more productive than I've been for a long time because I was in solitude. Um, there was no other people's energy around me. There was no one pulling my attention away. And it was bliss. So I recognized that in order for me to be productive, there needs to be a level of circumstance um, that fills the criteria. Um, so that is my responsibility to create in order for me to maximize the time that I spend doing something because spending more time on something because we're ineffective is actually what we all probably try and want to mitigate and at least that's my assumption and I can only speak for myself but that's how I feel how can we maximize the time that we spend on something so that we spend less time doing it and therefore having more time either spending it on other things or on more important things such as the things that gives us really a lot of joy but what I wanted to talk about today as well spending more time doing nothing because the fact is, and again, I speak from my own experience, from my own way of thinking and being, is that I, I'm, I, I spoke about this yesterday. I'm, I've been conditioned my entire life to be, let's call it harnessing my masculine energy. Um, I'm very much a go-getter. I'm very stubborn. Maybe that's because I'm an Aries. If you're a fanatic on uh, star signs, then maybe you would pull that string. But I'm a very fiery person. I like to get things done and I like to be effective. And I like to be thinking that I'm always moving towards something. Um, and 
to the detriment I found in the past few months when extra things that I haven't planned for also landed on my plate. So there's one thing if you have all the things that you know you're going to be doing and you can manage that. But what if you're managing just enough tasks and projects that you can manage and all of a sudden three more lands on your plate and they're kind of important? What do you do then? And this is where I failed um, because I, I started to get really overwhelmed. I started to not prioritizing my recovery. And really, I've just come to think about it. The hardest part of high performance is recovery. And I would love to hear your opinion on this, but it really is the hardest part. Showing up every day for working hard, showing up every day for pushing your own boundaries, showing up for a hard training session, showing up for, I don't know, anything that has to do with work, beast mode, as we can call it. It's easy in comparison to showing up for recovery. And you might think, oh, but it's not, it's easy. I love watching Netflix. (laughs) That's not recovery, not in my opinion, because that's you fueling your brain subconsciously most of the time with bullshit. Um, Here's the thing we need to understand that we are absorbing everything all the time. So what we choose to absorb visually, auditory, kinesthetically, with smell, with taste, it shapes our reality. So if I am absorbing shit TV, shit food, shit podcasts, shit opinions, shit news, we can go to the news here. Guess what's going to happen to my brain? It's going to assimilate those things. And we might think like, oh, but I'm just watching, I don't know, name a, an episode on, on Netflix. I don't know. The Sopranos. I have no, I've never watched it, but it came to my mind. So say that we're, we're watching The Sopranos. What am I feeding myself with? And it's a good question to ask ourselves. Like, what am I feeding myself with? not just with my food, like the food is very, a very, very important part of the equation, which I'll get to in a second. But what am I looking at? Am I looking at horror? Am I looking at crime? Am I looking at injustice? Am I looking at not nice things? Because it shapes my reality. It shapes my belief systems. And it does so subconsciously, right? Um, And we don't get, we don't understand it. But then all of a sudden it's like, why do I feel this way? Why, why am I thinking this way? Why do I wake up feeling this way? Well, it's because we assimilate things. Um, so it's important to understand that showing up, it's actually also choosing what we absorb on a, on a daily basis. And doing so consciously. Now, I'm not saying that no one is allowed to watch Soprano. I'm sure it's a really good episode or a really good series. But uh, what I'm saying is we absorb. And to say that I'm relaxing by 
watching shit TV, whilst your body is not moving, your subconscious isn't, or it is. It's taking it in, it's taking it all in. And in fact, you're not resting your brain by watching TV. Um, and so here, here is the thing going back to my to my to myself, my experience. I actually don't remember the last time I just didn't do anything. And I started to then pick away a little bit of time from my sleep. And I think if I if I, if I'm gonna be honest, what I need in order for me to feel at my best, it's eight hours minimum. And I was starting to tap into the six, a little bit less than six. And over time, it caused the stress. Like we can get away with having one poor night's sleep or uh, whatever, but you're not doing yourself a favor. And especially if you want to be a high performer, if you want to be a peak performer, if you want to be the best that you can possibly be, which is my goal in life, is to be and become the best I can possible be, which means that in order for me to be the best I can be today, it's to make sure that I am recovered. And for me to become the best I want to become, it means that I need to always push my boundaries. And in pushing boundaries, we need even more recovery. Um, so sleep, it's back in. It's back in my diary. It's actually planned in. And let's see. Because this is the thing, when we get overwhelmed, when we get stressed, stress causes us to do things that we normally wouldn't do because it shuts down our rational brain. Uh, so in order for us to not be irrational, we actually need to be ruthless. And I, I want to, and this is where it comes back. I thought about it yesterday. If I have boundaries put in place and I do not respect them myself, what does that tell me? What does it tell me about my feelings towards myself? What does it tell me about my self-respect, my self-love, my self-appreciation? For me, it tells me that I'm not important enough for you, for me to get this, the thing that I need. And we might not look at, look at it that way, but how else would we look at it? Because if we are constantly giving time away either to more work, which has been in my case, to just do more work, to fill in more hours. And those hours might not have been the most effective hours. So doing work over a prolonged period of time, which could have been done maybe in a shorter period of time, um, for sacrificing the time that I need in order to feel my best and become my healthiest and health is a high value of mine so the problem for me has been the disconnect between my actions and my values and that is the thing that hurts it's not so much we can live a life I mean we become quite sick after a while um, not sleeping enough we can live a life not eating well we can live a life doing all of these things but it's the, it's the incongruency to what is important to you that is the disconnect and the, the distressful feeling in your body that you feel. So it's like a silent whisper saying, hey, this doesn't feel right. 
you should actually do something and you don't listen and all of a sudden that little this doesn't feel right you should do something different it gets louder and louder so yeah it's a tricky slippery slope in how we deal with high performance and doing more than maybe we can chew and i think this is the thing as well we need to start to look internally and only internally because the moment we look outside of ourselves that moment we are starting to place judgment and uh, when we place judgment we're not in a good place oh that that person is doing that much that person is earning that much that person has that many clients and if i do that and i go but what does that mean for me i it can be that i'm placing myself above them oh yeah so i'm doing better than that that must mean that what i'm doing work wise i need to keep doing because i want to be the best of the best right so i'm then justifying the hard work even if it's destructive hard work as a good thing because i'm climbing the social ladder the invisible social ladder if you want to look at it that way or i look around and i go wow i must be inadequate i might not i might i might not be good enough i might be this because if they're doing so much if they if they can manage all of that and i feel this way a little bit overwhelmed hmm maybe i'm just not good enough which will then feed into the belief system that maybe i'm not good enough and what does that do causes more stress and the vicious cycle continues because in order for me to feel like i'm achieving then i need to work harder because that's all we know but if i just work harder i'm going to feel good enough has it ever worked that way though it doesn't it's never worked that way which brings me into what i also wanted to mention because as i said like this is going to be me being honest me pondering and so what i'm what i'm going to do as of monday i might even start earlier but we'll see um because i'm doing it with a group of people i'm hosting masterminds with on on monday mornings i'm going to do the 75 hard and why do i want to do that and what is it so the 75 hard is a 75 day challenge where you're supposed to uh, you're supposed to drink a gallon of water. I'm going to cap it at three liters because I'm not a very big person um, and I don't need to drink four liters of water. Uh, you do two sessions a week, uh, a day, minimum 45 minutes each. Uh, you do 10 pages of reading, minimum active reading for self-improvement. And you're going to also maybe take a progress approach you, you you're looking to look at progress but yeah doesn't really matter but then also you're going to follow a diet um and why do i want to do this partly it's because it's the perfect way of setting some rules and for me i don't look at this as a this is a a challenge to beast myself no 
I look at this 75 hard as the challenge to reclaim the importance of self because I have let myself go quite a bit in terms of how I treat myself, how I show up for myself. I am very good at showing up for everyone else and for my job. That's what I do. So I wanted to do this to start to show up for myself. Um, so I will be doing that. But on top of that, I also did a GI mapping because the fact is that I have known for a long time that I'm not healthy on the inside. Uh, and so I, I work with someone and we just did a GI mapping and it turns out that I have quite a, quite a bit of dysbiosis in my gut. So part of this 75 hard is also to make it easier for me to comply with the type of diet that I'm going to start. Um, so this is not necessarily a, I'm going to get shredded and it's because I, because I need to do this in order to be more, I don't know, good looking or more liked or whatever. It's really because I want to make a commitment to myself. And I know I said seven to five hard, but here is the thing though. We want to do the hard thing because the hard thing is usually the right thing. Um, because the hard thing in this case is to actually have grit around my recovery which is in place. I just need to have grit to, to follow through, which sounds very easy, but it's not. Um, but also I wanna do this because I wanna commit to, to healing. I wanna heal myself on the inside because I look healthy on the outside, but I don't always feel healthy on the inside. And for the listener who don't know me, um, I, I suffered from acne for a very long time in my adult life and now it's my acne itself has gone away but I still have hormonal stuff happening uh, each month and so I am committed to heal my hormonal whatever we can call it issues imbalances um so yeah that is what I'm going to be doing so by the time this one is released I have already done a couple, three weeks maybe on this 75 hard. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. And that's pretty much all I wanted to really talk about today. It's the, the act of showing up and having the grit to recovery, which I, I feel for most people, it's the hardest grit you'll ever have because we are conditioned to work hard and as I said in the beginning of this uh, episode if you're a woman and you're in, in tune with your masculine energy chances are that you are you're not listening to what your body needs because I've been there uh, we're go 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 overachieve it's never good enough and there's always more. And the fact is, it's still always more. And I always say I have really big goals. But 
we have to chunk things down and go, okay, things takes time. Patience is a virtue. Now go and show up and do 100% with the time you've allocated to 100%. But then make sure that you allocate the time to recovery because it is the act of showing up for that which actually makes the other things so much better and so much more enjoyable. And the sustainability, we talk about this all the time. It's a word that just floats around, especially in the fitness industry. But sustainability of your hard work, it actually relies on you taking good care of your health. And recovery is a huge part of that. So thank you for listening in today. I hope that you found this in this episode insightful in any way or form. If you want to connect with me, please do so on Instagram. It's, as I say always, Emily Anger straightforward simple have a beautiful day have a beautiful evening wherever you are in the world i can see it on the map where you guys are listening in from so i appreciate you and i'll speak to you again next week